Welcome to Great Loop Radio, brought to you by America's Great Loop Cruisers Association. We're dedicated to sharing Great Loop information and inspiration with those actively cruising, planning for, or dreaming about a Great Loop adventure. This is Kim Russo. I'm the director of AGLCA. Today, we are welcoming back Karen Nettles from the Homeport crew. Spring Rendezvous registration is about to open on February 10th at 10 a.m. Eastern time, and we've been getting a lot of questions about it. So in the past, we've done some rendezvous previews shortly before the event itself. This time, we're going to approach some of the frequently asked questions that we get about the rendezvous so that we can answer them on the front end and people will have all the information that they need to decide whether or not to register. So, before we jump into that topic, I do want to take a moment to recognize and thank our Admiral level sponsors who support AGLCA at the highest level. They are Beneteau, Curtis Stokes and Associates, Dog River Marina, Passage Maker Trawler Fest, Skipper Bob Publications, and Waterway Guide Media. As always, we encourage our listeners to support these businesses that support the Great Loop. Karen Nettles from the Homeport Crew, thanks for joining me today. Uh, glad to be here. I know our folks are excited about the rendezvous, and, and I know spring is just around the corner, and I know you wanted to do some Q&A because people always have questions. So let's just start start off with when and where is the rendezvous? Uh, the rendezvous is coming up in May. It is May 4th through 7th this year, and it is returning to Norfolk, Virginia. So the uh, Hotel room block and all of the seminars, meals, etc., are all going to be at the Sheraton Waterside in Norfolk. And we have lined up two marinas like we did last year because we've actually kind of outgrown the Waterside Marina that's right there at the venue. Um, so, Waterside Marina is one of the marina choices. It is on the Norfolk side of the river. And if you have not been to that area, Waterside District is what it's called now, really just went through a, a big renovation in the past few years. And it's a great area for lots of restaurants, lots of activity in the evening. Um, you know, last year we arrived on site and there was a band playing, which was a lot of fun, but it's also very close to the boats. So it's a great choice. As I said, it's very close to the Sheridan. It's just a short walk on the waterfront there, um, basically adjacent. So it's a great choice. It does sometimes get loud and busy. So as an alternate choice, we are using Tidewater Yacht Marina, which is across the Elizabeth River on the Portsmouth side. Much quieter. Um, so it gives kind of a, a, a little bit more of an out-of-the-way alternative. And it's actually very easy to get back and forth because there is a ferry that goes between the two. Okay. Um, now that we've got know where the location is, uh, the main thing I think that people come for is the great content, and and I know that you know it's of great value. So let's start there with the seminars. Uh, what what's going to be covered, and what are the tracks going to be? Sure. As usual, we are doing the. Um the route briefing, the route sessions, as one of the tracks. There's always two tracks happening. And on the route sessions in the spring, we take you from Norfolk to the basically the inland river systems. So we'll take you uh, roughly to the site of the fall rendezvous, which is off of the Tennessee River. Um, so these are, you know, I think it's roughly 12 or more hours of seminars just covering the route. So it goes into great detail about the things that you will see, the places you maybe would want to stop, um, some hazards to navigation or things to look out for. So uh, lots of detail there. We've changed up the sessions a little bit this year, and we do have our lineup of route session speakers 
all set. So I will tell you who those are. Um, so we'll be starting from Norfolk, which is basically uh, this beginning of the Chesapeake Bay. So Foster Shucker and Susan Wilson, who are Harbor Hosts of the Year and have presented on this topic before, their home waters are on the Chesapeake Bay. And they'll be covering from the Chesapeake Bay up through Great Kills, New York, so just before New York City. So they'll take us all the way through the Chesapeake, the CND Canal, and New Jersey. From there, Dave Fuller will pick up the route. So he's going to cover New York City and take us uh, through the Hudson River into Lake Ontario and up to Trenton, Ontario, which is really the start of the Trent Severn. And Dave will cover the different route choices that can get you there because you can go through the Erie Canal to the Oswego into Lake Ontario, or you can take the um, Lake Champlain route, which will put you up onto the St. Lawrence River and come down into Lake Ontario that way. So without the visual, that might sound a little bit confusing, but Dave will show you the different options to get you to Trenton, Ontario. Um, and then we have Chad Buckner, who is always one of our top-rated speakers. He is with Parks Canada, and he's the director of the canals in Ontario and Quebec. And he has traditionally talked about the Trent Severn, but he is also going to talk a little bit this year on a side trip to the Rideau Canal. So that'll be a great session. Um, picking up at the end of the Trent Severn, Robin McCone will cover Georgian Bay. Uh, she runs a marina there on Georgian Bay and has presented on this before. Last year there was an emergency at the marina that prevented her from getting there at the last minute. So we're excited to welcome her back and have her presentation on Georgian Bay. Um, at that point, you will have a choice as a looper as you come through Lake Huron and enter Lake Michigan. You can either take the Wisconsin side or the Michigan side, and that's been kind of a perennial debate on which is the best to take, and that, of course, is a personal preference, but we're going to present both sides so you can make that choice. Um, Jim Donnelly will cover the Wisconsin side, and Ben and Laura Stein will cover the Michigan side. And then to wrap up the route sessions, uh, Joe Pika is um, has got thousands and thousands of miles under his keel, and he's going to cover the Illinois Waterway basically to the start of the Tentom. So that's the route sessions. The other track is what we call our Looping 101 track, and those are seminars that are a little bit more geared towards planning. Um, so they're a little bit more general in nature about the loop, things like how to find and buy your looping boat, um, insurance considerations, financing, um, DIY maintenance, anchoring, safety aboard, locking through, all those kind of general topics that you need to know as you're preparing for the Great Loop is what we cover in the Looping 101 session. The reason we don't have the agenda complete for that is because we ask for feedback from those who have registered. So about a week after registration opens, we will send a poll to all of those who have registered asking for their feedback on what they'd like to hear in the Looping 101 track. So we'll give you a, a host of suggestions, usually it's 20 or more, and uh, you'll give us that feedback that help us plan that Looping 101 agenda. Um, we've, we've done this a few different ways. That seems to work pretty well. Um, in the past, we have tried to have that all scheduled before registration opens, but we really have found that that feedback is helpful because people want to hear different things, and it just gives us some new ideas along the way. So that is Looping 101. And then finally, I did mention that the rendezvous is May 4th through 7th. It seems to keep expanding, and we have added some pre- and post-seminars this for this event. Um, and one of the nice things about the Sheraton there in Norfolk is that there's a lot of space, so we have the luxury of doing these types of things. Um, but like last year, we are offering a uh, boating safety course about boating safety. This one is the Coast Guard Auxiliaries course. Um, they will be leading that, and that is taking place the day before the rendezvous starts. So that will 
take place on Sunday, May 3rd. It's a full day session, um, but it's great for those who are new to boating or want a refresher on some of the safety things and the rules of the road. Um, and you, uh, assuming you pass the test, you will leave there with a, a card of stating that you completed it. And that's important because it is a NASBLA approved course. And some states along the loop do require those operating a vessel in their waters to have taken a NASBLA approved course. One is New Jersey. Um, New York is grandfathering that in over the next few years. So it is important for loopers to have taken that course or something similar. So that's the first pre-rendezvous option. Uh, the second pre-rendezvous seminar happening the same day, so you can't do both this and the about boating safety, but the second one is uh, about the Downeast Loop. We know that with the Illinois Waterway having those lock closures coming up later in 2020, it's impeding the progress for some loopers, and as an alternative, there are many who are planning for to do the Downeast Loop this season instead of the Great Loop. And we also have many gold loopers who are headed that way. So we are doing, for the first time ever, a one-day seminar on the Down East Loop. So it's very similar to the route sessions that I described for the Great Loop itself, but this will cover that Down East Loop route. Um, so that is also a full day. That is also happening on Sunday, May 3rd. And that will be led by some of our uh, gold loopers who are also gold loopers on the Down East Loop and completed it last season. And they'll be presenting you all the things that they found along the way on that amazing trip. So that's the two pre-rendezvous seminars. Um, we also, once again, this is quite a seminar, but once again, Curtis Stokes and Associates is sponsoring a bike building event where teams of loopers get together and assemble some bikes for children. And then children from a local children's charity in the Norfolk area will come and pick up those bikes. So that's been a highlight for the last few events, and we thank them for doing that. That'll be happening after those two pre-rendezvous seminars end on Sunday, May 3rd. I believe we're starting the bike building about 4 o'clock. Um, and the bike building is open to anybody coming to the rendezvous. It's not just for the people attending one of those pre-rendezvous sessions. And then finally, we've added a post-rendezvous seminar. Um, this is a full day of marine electronics, and that's an area that we regularly have people say, oh, the, the hour and a half at the rendezvous just wasn't long enough. There's so much to cover. There's lots of information we want. Um, and Ben Stein, who is the managing editor of panbow.com and is also an editor for several different boating publications and um, a judge at boat shows on marine electronics. He's really one of the, the foremost experts at this point in time in marine electronics. He's kind of made that his focus and his passion. And he has been one of the top rated speakers for the 90 minute sessions in the Looping 101 track over the course of the past several events. And he has agreed to come in after the rendezvous and do a full day session on marine electronics. So that's going to be a great event. And that is happening on Friday, May 8th. So very long answer, but that's because there are lots and lots of seminars happening that week in Norfolk. Uh, yeah, like I said, it seems like there's going to be a lot of great information and possibly information overload, but I know people are, are going to have to take notes and absorb it and take it in, And uh, but I know that they're eager to register so they don't miss a seat and miss the opportunity to get all that information. So you did mention that registration opens on uh, February 10th, uh, but how do people register? Yes, February 10th, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Um, to register, first and foremost, you have to be an AGLCA member. This is a members-only event. So if you are planning on registering for the rendezvous and you're not yet a member, you might want to take care of setting up your membership in advance of registration and opening on Monday the 10th. 
Um, registration is primarily by our website. Uh, you, there is a page that you can get to right now. Um, very simply, it's greatloop.org spring. And that will give you all of the details of the event and the registration. We really encourage you to review that before registration. And then on Monday the 10th at 10 a.m., there'll be a link on that spring page that will take you to the registration. Um, if for some reason you're not at a computer that day or you're having any problems with registration, you can, of course, give us a call, and we're happy to take that over the phone for you. Um, so Julie, Shea, and I will be standing by to help with that. If there are any issues on that Monday morning, you can reach Julie at 843-879-5042. And she is really kind of our website guru, so she's the best person to talk to if you're having issues with the registration. But you can also call me at 843 879 5030, and either of us are happy to help with that. All right, so it seems like that will it should go smoothly, and you're willing and able to help people should they need help with the online registration. The other component, I guess, is those coming by boat that might need a slip reservation. You did mention that there were going to be uh, spaces at Waterside and Tidewater, so could you give some more information about making those reservations and prices and so forth? Absolutely, and that's a great question that probably the most frequently asked question. Um, because Waterside Marina is not extremely large and we do take up the whole marina, we kind of, uh, maybe I'm a, a bit of a control freak, but we kind of control the, the slip reservations there and pass that off to both Waterside and Tidewater. So in order to make a slip reservation during this time period of our rendezvous, after you've registered, you will need to submit a form um, requesting a slip at either Waterside or Tidewater. Once you register, you'll get a confirmation email from us. If you don't see that, check your spam or junk folder. In the confirmation email, there will, will be links to the slip request form, one for Tidewater, one for Waterside. So whichever is your choice of Marina, fill that out. We will receive that form, and then we pass all of the information on to the requested marina, and they will contact you to confirm. So it's really a pretty easy process, but people are kind of used to just going directly to the marina, and that's not how it works for this event. Um, the waterside rate is a discounted rate for our event. It's $1.55 a foot plus electric, and over at Tidewater, it's $1 a foot plus electric. Um, so that, that's how you go about getting a slip. As I said, Waterside is smaller and typically does fill up. So if you request Waterside and it is already full, we will contact you and, and switch you over to Tidewater if that will meet your needs. So uh, don't worry about, you know, is one full when you're filling out the form. Fill out the form for the one that is your preference, and then we'll figure out where you can fit in. Uh, is this a good time, Karen, to talk a little bit about the ferry if you're at Tidewater? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things that makes Tidewater, even though it's across the river, it makes it usable for our event is the fact that there is a very easy, very fast, very inexpensive ferry uh, that goes back and forth. Um, so there's a ferry stop uh, right there on the waterside near um, Tidewater, and that takes you across directly to what the waterside district where Waterside Marina and the Sheraton is. I believe it's $2 each way or a dollar each way if you're 65 and up, so it's very uh, very inexpensive to get back and forth. It's about a 10-minute um, ferry ride, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, from Tidewater over to Waterside, and about 15 going back because there's an extra stop. It's actually a three-stop ferry, so from Tidewater to Waterside, you're coming direct, um, but from Waterside to Tidewater, there's another stop over in Portsmouth. So easy and fast, um, 
and makes it actually possible for us to use that second marina and have a looper crawl over there because that there's transportation to get everyone back and forth. Well, that was going to be my next question. Obviously, you've got everybody taken care of that's going to come by boat. And one of the most popular things about the rendezvous is the looper crawls. So can you tell us when those are going to happen? Yes, we do those. And for those who aren't familiar with the looper crawls, many of the looper boats in the marinas will open up for others to visit and tour in the late afternoon when we hold the looper crawls. So it's a very social time. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's also a great time to get some ideas from other people's boats, how they're storing things, what they like and don't like about their boat. And particularly if you haven't yet purchased your looping boat, you'll definitely get to climb aboard several um, and see what you like or don't like about specific boats and talk to their owners. So it's a great resource if you're not sure what kind of boat you're looking for, you might think you know, um, and get on one and you can confirm what you thought or, or perhaps find out, hey, this isn't exactly what I expected. So the looper crawls are happening um, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday afternoons from 3.30 to 5.30. Monday and Wednesday, they will be at Waterside. And Tuesday, they will be at Tidewater. So anyone who wants to have transportation from Waterside over to Tidewater, who perhaps is staying, are staying in the hotel or in the Waterside Marina, um, can take the ferry across to Tidewater. And then uh, Portsmouth is a lovely little town. So um, that night is actually a night on your own for dinner, uh, Tuesday at Tidewater. Um, so you can actually choose to have a meal over there at Tidewater or over at Portsmouth where Tidewater's located or come on back to Norfolk where there's tons of restaurant choices as well. But um, we always have one night on your own during the rendezvous where we don't have a dinner, uh, mostly just to give people kind of a break and a time to rest up. But it also works very well because people are over at Tidewater and we don't have to worry about you getting back in time for a dinner. So we do the night on your own that same night as the crawl over at Tidewater. Okay. Um, the crawls, I know a lot of people call and ask, can they just purchase tickets just for the crawls? Is that available or not? It may be available. Unfortunately, that's not something that we can answer on the front end of the event because it depends somewhat on how many people end up registering for the event. Um, we need to make sure the people coming to the whole event are taken care of. And if we have an uh, you know unusually large number, it could result in overcrowding for the crawls. Um, and in that case, we would not be able to offer tickets for just the crawl. Um, but, you know, stay tuned. We'll see what we can do. Most likely, we will be able to offer those tickets, and we have been able to in the past. Um, we just want to make sure that, you know, we are putting this together in such a way that everyone enjoys it. Um, and we don't want to have more people trying to be on the boat than, than can possibly be doing a looper crawl at one time. So that's the reason for the uncertainty there. But we'll get the information out on that as soon as we can. And I think actually, Karen, this is a great place to take a short break and play a message from one of our new sponsors. Uh, we'll be back in a moment. Are you planning your trip around the Great Loop and feeling overwhelmed? Maybe you or your spouse are nervous about the trip due to lack of experience. With help from the Voyage Planning Advisors of Untold Horizon LLC, you can now get underway with confidence. Untold Horizon is a voyage planning service where merchant mariners with decades of experience serve as your personal cruising advisors. Our highly trained mariners prepare custom voyage plans that are designed around your experience, type of boat, and any personal preferences you may have. Put your mind at ease knowing that you have seasoned captains on your side. Join us today at untoldhorizon.com. 
We're back on Great Loop Radio. Karen Nettles and I are chatting about the upcoming spring rendezvous and answering some of the questions that were asked a lot as we're leading up to the event. Um, Karen, we just kind of talked about the looper crawls. What's what's the next question we're hearing a lot? Um, the next thing, uh, what else is included in the registration besides the seminars themselves? Yeah, so it's all the seminars that we've already discussed. It's the looper crawls that we discussed. Um, it also includes uh, meals, so three lunches, two dinners, and that's all included in the registration. We have been asked before, you know, can I, can I purchase a registration that does not include the meals? Because the meals is a large part of the cost of the event. We don't offer that typically because we really believe that it leads to a little bit of a, a substandard experience for some of the attendees who don't get to join in the meals. And the reason I say that is this group is all about the relationships and all about the camaraderie and meeting other loopers. And a lot of that happens over the meals. We do introductions of loopers during the meals. And when someone misses out on that portion, we really believe that they're missing a lot of what's important about the rendezvous. So that's the reason that it is um, you know, a, a package price for everything. Um, the price for this, the spring rendezvous this year is $385 per person. As I said, that includes both seminar tracks and you can choose back and forth between the tracks on the fly. You don't have to necessarily um, pick one and stick with it. Um, so uh, there's also two receptions that are happening the nights that we have the dinners. So three lunches, two dinners, um, attendance to two receptions, three looper crawls, and uh, lots of camaraderie and a whole bunch of seminars. Okay, so just to clarify, it's all one package price. You can't just attend, you know, register for a certain day or register without the meals. You've got to do the all-inclusive 385 and you get everything, correct? That's correct. And that is another question we get asked a lot is, you know, some people who are working or, or might have other obligations don't feel like they can get away for the full you know, three and a half days um, and ask for just one day, that really becomes logistically very challenging for us um, to know who's registered for just parts. And again, we think it affects the overall camaraderie. Um, so we do offer just the full package. Um, if there is just one or two seminars you're interested in, we can sell you a seminar pass. I think those are usually about $25 just to attend one seminar. Um, but other than that, you know, the, that little exception, it's usually, it's just the full all-inclusive package. Okay. Uh, and then uh, we already talked about those that are coming by boat, but those that are, you know, coming by a uh, plane or car that would need a hotel reservation, you know, where, how would they go about doing that and where would that be? The um, hotel is, again, the Sheraton Norfolk Waterside. The group rate we've arranged there starts at $129 and goes up to $144, depending on the type of room and the view and things like that. Um, I do want to let people know there's also a $10 a day parking fee. Um, that's a special discounted rate for our group. Um, but that's the whole hotel room block and the parking fee. Um, the other thing I should mention when we were talking about registration and the cost of registration, we will once again at this rendezvous, as we have for many years, offer half price renewals on AGLCA memberships during the event for those who are registered. Um, and that's just a, a little way of uh, thanking you for being an engaged member and for coming to the rendezvous. Um, so it's half price any length up to and including if you want to purchase a lifetime membership. We do that at half price on site for the attendees. Okay, and then in regards to making travel plans, when should people plan to arrive and depart? 
That's a great question. And of course, if you're attending those pre-seminars, um, they both, both the Down East Loop seminar and the About Boating Safety start at 8 a.m. on Sunday the 3rd. So if you're coming to those, you're, unless you're local, you're probably going to want to arrive the day before. Um, if you're not going to those pre-seminars, the first session of the, the actual rendezvous um, begins uh, about 1 o'clock on Monday, May 4th. I should mention, it, we've kind of listed it as a pre-seminar. I will be giving an introduction to the Great Loop as the first um, kind of official seminar of the rendezvous. Um, I've done that many times at boat shows, at trawler fests, at things like that. So we know a lot of people already know the, the introduction to the Great Loop or have seen it. Um, so that's kind of considered a pre-seminar. Um, but the actual uh, official event begins Monday afternoon, May 4th. So you would probably want to try to arrive on site, um, you know, by around lunchtime if you don't want to miss any of that part of the event. We will be uh, on-site registration, so to speak, to pick up your name tags and your welcome bags and all of your materials will uh, be starting at 10 a.m. on Monday the 4th. So you can pick up your name badge and all those things and then start the seminars start in the afternoon. Um, we will wrap up with our awards luncheon on Thursday, May 7th. I believe that's slated to end about 1.30 so if you're not staying for the Marine Electronics Seminar the next day with Ben Stein, um, we will be finished about 1.30 on that Thursday, May 7th. So whatever travel arrangements you might need to make, um, hopefully you know you would have time to get home that afternoon after the event. Okay, and then uh, cost again, uh, just to confirm, that's 385, right? Yep, it's 385 uh, per person. Um, I do want to mention that our cancellation policy is changing a bit um, because we had a huge number of cancellations at the fall rendezvous. Um, and basically they happened um, at the last minute. Um, and, and some of the reasons, you know, were things that we, we could have been notified earlier that the people were canceling. And it becomes very hard to fill those spots. Um, we had, like I said, it was just an inordinately large amount of cancellations in the fall. So that's caused us to have to change our cancellation policy. Um, so since this is new, I want to make sure that it's clear for everybody. The cancellation policy in the past has been it's a $50 fee. So um, if you cancel up till two weeks before the event, it's always just been a full refund, less a $50 fee. We are changing that. Um, the $50 fee will remain as the cancellation fee through February. In March, that cancellation fee will go up to $100, and that's per registration, not per person. And then in April, that cancellation fee will go up to $200. Um, and that's just, our, our events tend to sell out. Um, the earlier we know of a cancellation, the more likely one of your fellow loopers who was not able to register because it was full will be able to take that, that seat. Um, and then two weeks before, there's no refund unless we can fill the seat. So um, we hate to have to do that. We know things happen, but you know, in the fall and actually last spring, we ended up with seats that we couldn't fill because it was just too close to the event. We ran through a waiting list of, of about 80 people, but close to the event, it's very hard for people to travel. So that's the reason for the new cancellation policy. I hope you all can understand that. Um, any other questions, Karen, that we tend to get? 
I think we uh, do get the question of uh, what should people wear? They're not sure what the dress code is for yes. this particular event. Yes, and that does come up quite a lot, particularly from those who are not yet on boats. It's a very casual event. Everything, including the dinners, the awards luncheon, everything is very casual. Um, a good portion of the attendees will be coming by boat, um, and it's just much easier to, to make it a casual event and have everybody be comfortable, physically comfortable, while we're overwhelming their minds with lots of information. Um, and I, I should mention, too, for those planning to do a looper crawl um, who perhaps haven't done one before, it's pretty customary on most boats to take off your shoes before you board. Um, so that's caught some people off guard, particularly if they were not wearing shoes that are easy to take off and get back on. <laughs> so, um, you know, boat shoes, flip-flops, something like that, um, that you can take off easily as you're going between boats and, and, and climbing on them is a great footwear for a looper crawl. Anything else that we've neglected to mention? Uh, yeah, I thought about, uh, I know we get questions, is there going to be a ship store? Can I purchase merchandise? Great question. Yes, there will be. Um, and actually, the, we got that question a lot for Looper Palooza that was last month that we don't have a ship store at. The two rendezvous a year are where we have a full ship store. So you can purchase burgies, you can purchase um, AGLCA golf shirts and t-shirts, um, Great Loop maps, lots of different books about the Great Loop, waterway guides, um, Captain Chris DVDs, um, Skipper Bob books, um, a full library of Great Loop books and information is available right there on site. Um, the other thing I thought of was awards. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the awards that will be given away? Yeah, the, um, what we'll be doing primarily for this particular awards um, is recognizing our Harbor Host of the Year. So we'll recognize the finalists um, who were, were in the nomination process right now. So if you haven't gotten in your nomination for Harbor Host of the Year, um, go to greatloop.org slash H-H-O-T-Y for Harbor Host of the Year and fill out the form to nominate someone. Um, in the next few weeks, we will be announcing some finalists for that, and then the members will vote, vote among the finalists for Harbor Host of the Year. So the primary award we will give away is for the Harbor Host of the Year for service in 2019, and we also will recognize speakers, um, and we do a, a few fun little awards for members as well. And again, where did you say the, you know, is the agenda out and information? I think you want to encourage people to look at the information prior to registration, which opens on Monday. Is that yeah. correct? Yep, absolutely. Go to greatloop.org slash spring and you'll find all of the details. That's also where you will find the registration link on Monday at 10 o'clock when that opens. You can also get to that page by going to our events menu and selecting spring rendezvous. Um, but greatloop.org slash spring makes it pretty easy. Um, and if you do have any questions before, during, or after registration, you can always reach out to us. Um, my email is krusso, that's K-R-U-S-S-O, at greatloop.org. Um, direct line is 843-879-5030. And I do want to remind you, our listeners, that we have a new email address for uh, follow-up questions on our podcasts as well as to ask questions um, and suggest topics. So that is podcast at greatloop.org. And we're eager for your feedback. Um, every once in a while, we'll do a, an episode like this with, with Karen, 
where we're reading those questions that people have submitted. So general questions about the Great Loop that perhaps don't warrant a full podcast episode, but is something you've been wondering. Submit those questions to us, podcast at greatloop.org. Um, if you have follow-up questions for some of the people who have spoken on the podcast, we can get with them and get the answers to you. And probably the most difficult part of doing this podcast is coming up with different topics every week. So we're eager to hear your suggestions on that. And with that, Karen, anything else or have we completed the frequently asked questions about the rendezvous? I think we've we've covered everything. I'm sure there will be other questions that crop up as people begin, registration opens and uh, people begin to do that. But uh, it looks like we've covered the, the basic information everybody would want to know in order to, to register. But I know that people don't want to miss out, so we want to encourage them to register early for sure. Absolutely. Um, again, that's greatloop.org slash spring, and we'll look forward to seeing many of you there. Karen, thanks for joining me again. We appreciate your help with this. And to our listeners, uh, thanks for joining us once again on Great Loop Radio. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, safe cruising. Mm-hmm.